Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Six rings and football things back here live. Gillette Stadium, lower practice field. Andy Hart and Mike Cadlick. Hi. As we will recap. Hi, Mike. Hey. Uh, back here recapping live action practice, which is fun. Uh, Six rings and football things is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. And we got more low-key practice today than i would say some people hope for it expected obviously the word had broken earlier in the week the patriots canceled the trip to tennessee for joint practices with the titans and then when we got the schedule yesterday it had about an hour and 20 minutes scheduled for practice and so probably not the most surprising thing yeah very very relaxed today very relaxed is probably a good term i would say high-end walkthrough or low-speed practice i'm not sure where you would sort of describe it. Yeah, because even when it's, I know we're going to get into the whole thing, but like even when, you know, they're doing their two-minute drills and their ones first ones, it was like a ball would go up in the air and a DB would kind of go for it. Yeah, it it was, it there were just, times like, is he trying to prevent it? Is yeah. he trying to catch it? What are they exactly trying to get? What's the pacing here? Right. What's the tempo? Like a lot of the touchdowns um, were really uncontested. So right. kind of... Right. Not much so, to take away. So let's we'll start try. with attendance. We always like to kick these off with attendance. We yes. had some new faces out here on the practice field, um, Mike Kosicki, he's back, back in a red jersey, and I would say taking part in practice. Mm-hmm. Couple uh, red zone throws in the red jersey down there, a nice corner catch for a touchdown. Yep, um, couple catches from Mac in some of those drills we talked about. Um, also had Pierre Strong Jr. back out here. Time uh, Pierre Strong Jr. was in red. Ty Montgomery was in a regular jersey. Then he left. Yeah. I don't know if he went to the upper field because he re-injured something or just did a little rehab work up there. So he was up there. Um, also, I think the most notable guy I saw, and I want to get into this discussion yeah, maybe on a bigger it. level, is Demario Douglas. Yes. So he went to the upper field. When he came back, unlike Montgomery, who when he came back, I thought limped a little, Demario Douglas had a little pop in his step, oh, if I can Andy, say it. Oh, look at that. Um, and I'm just, I don't know where I'm at with Demario Douglas, his playing time in preseason games, three snaps in the first game. Yep. Three snaps, two catches in the second game. Did he get dinged up? What happened there? He's now up on the upper field. Are they stashing him? Where in the world is Demario Douglas? The the idea that they're like stashing this guy away, like he's going to be the next like Jerry Rice, is, is like illogical. A, it's a very strange storyline to me. Look, the he looks really good. He looks yeah. like he's going to have an impact. He's going to be a possession receiver, able to get open, good rapport with Mac, the whole thing. But it's not like you have to hide him inside the bubble until week or until Super Bowl week. Like I, I, I truly don't understand that theory yeah. because he would benefit from game reps. Right. I know he would. Right. And that benefit to me outweighs. Ooh, the Eagles didn't know that he was going to be out there That's on the third I mean. snap. Like, like the Eagles will say, huh. He's on the field on the first third down, and huh, they threw to him, and huh, he caught it. Right, we better cover that yeah. guy. Like, I, I don't really understand it. And now, but I also don't think he's going to get cut either. I don't. Oh think no, no, he's a lock for the roster. That's why it's so weird to me. The only thing I wonder is, like, is he going to get ten targets? Is he going to be Wes Welker and right. Julian Edelman? Is he going to be a true Patriots slot receiver from back in the day? But even then, 
I would argue that who's on the staff for the Eagles, Matt Patricia. Right. He knows how things work here. Yeah. He's reading the blogs. He's listening to podcasts. Mm -hmm. He's reading tweets. And he knows Demario Douglas has had a great camp. He knows everybody's like, wow, the next great slot receiver. He knows Troy Brown's being asked mm -hmm. about him. Like, you're not sneaking Demario Douglas past anybody. And you mentioned Patricia. As bad as he was on offense, he's a pretty good defensive coach. Yes. He understands defense pretty well. Yes. <laughs> So, okay, so Demario Douglas was out here. He might be nursing something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so he fell on his second catch on that bubble screen in the game. He fell kind of awkwardly, I guess, on his shoulder. Yeah. I don't think he, like, didn't take him too long to get up. It wasn't, but someone noted that it was, like, Tyquan Thornton probably would have been out from that kind of hit. Oh, cheap shot. Demario Douglas, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe that's something. But Okay, maybe so we nursing. just need to monitor yeah. Keep an his eye practice on time, yeah. his usage whether he plays, doesn't play. We'll get into that later in the week, by the way, playing time for the last yeah. preseason game because I have some uh, strong opinions and predictions there. Um, Ty Montgomery, um, I'm going to just be honest with my pessimistic, cynical Andy Hart theory. Sure. Um, I think there was a chance he was out here to prove he was healthy so the Patriots could cut him and then not have to pay him with an injury settlement. And okay. I think Ty Montgomery, being a wily veteran, was like, yeah. oh, my hamstring. i got to go up to the upper field. I'm dinged up. I need an injury settlement. Um, again, I'm totally speculating. Right, and that's this could not be way off and but, unfair, yeah. but that's just the way I viewed it. Yeah, I mean, even if he is around and healthy, I don't really know what kind of spot they have for him anymore because you clearly can't trust him. Because well, Bill, If you remember, Bill was kind of terse in June. He's like, his biggest thing is being out there or right. something. Like a Speaking of which, Bill's a little more terse lately. And yeah. I don't mean that in a typical a-hole to the media way. Like today he was asked about Amir Speed, mm -hmm. the uh, late round of yeah. developmental player. Yeah, right. He's very I think blunt. It's on it. Yeah, yeah, blunt. Maybe blunt is more like. Yeah. And truthfully blunt. I don't right. mean blunt in a like negative. Like I think he's being honest. Yeah. But I'm not sure he was always honest in those situations. Right, right. Um, Sometimes he could say like, you know, yeah, Amir's great. He's going to you know, make, camp he's gonna be, make a real impact. And then you cut him. No, developmental player. Yeah, right. <laughs> just threw it out. Yeah, there we're working like on him. him. Right. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, any other attendance issues? Um, John Jones still not here. I yeah. know it's, it's, it's redundant, bad. but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't seem good. Well, Karen, the only Karen thing I would said it's like minor, but right. And I know he probably doesn't need the reps as much right. as anybody. Like, if you have one defensive back who knows what he's doing and he's played inside, he's played outside, okay, it's okay. less than ideal. Like we've right. talked about the offensive line. They may eventually get their five starters who they like out there. Mm -hmm. It's less than ideal that they haven't been repping for three weeks right. now through training camp. So John Jones not being out there, less than ideal. Yeah, speaking of the, the offensive line too, I thought it was funny. After practice, Mac was asked about having all his tools available, talking about the offensive line, and I was – he started to list them off, and I was like, how deep is he going to go with guys that are going to be there or not? And he basically said Brown, Andrews. And Reef. Yeah. He listed the veterans. Yeah. He didn't get to the guys that are actually out there right. filling in, the, which it may end up being a good thing that So and Mafi are mm -hmm. getting reps and experience because yeah. they may be – hell, they may be more talented down the road than a guy like Reef or right. Calvin Anderson or whatever. Um, and it may be a positive, but, yes, I noticed that, too, that he's, he didn't actually get to the guys that are – unexpected right like every, those three were projected starters yeah. trent brown david andrews and riley reef now reef is at guard again and is showing his versatility there and who knows um we haven't had a chance to talk about that i don't think on one of these recap podcasts okay. or anything do you believe that is laying the foundation for mike on Wenu to play tackle which everybody on the planet loves the idea except bill belichick i know it seems. i i think the idea behind that has always been that they don't want him to play tackle, exceed expectations, and then have to pay him like a tackle? Yeah, but if he exceeds expectations, you're a better team for I it. I know. 
that's I tweeted it. How about they were, we think about the now, not the future? Well, they're even they're talking about you know that this idea has come up, right? If he goes out there, plays right tackle, plays well, pay him like a right tackle. Right, it's perfect. He gets the money. You have a right tackle. Boom. You know you what protect this reminds Matt me Jones. of? A year ago, when I wanted Nick Cayley to be the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Well, what if Nick Cayley's really good at it, and then his contract <laughs> runs out?" If he's really good at it, you're a good team, right. or you're a better offense. Yeah, your way didn't work. It's, my way might have. It's a, it's a. I hate these. It's like, nonsense. I'm oh, but be what if he's really now. good? Right. But then you sign him, and he's your offensive coordinator. And we're excited, and yeah. we do cartwheels as a Patriot Nation. Right. Okay. So that's annoying. Yeah. Um, I but wanted, I like the idea of putting on window at right time. I do too. I I liked it last year. Yeah. Yeah. But Bill, <laughs> and Bill we never saw it. Do In it. fact, last year Bill was on the record. Remember when he kept saying like he's a guard for us? He's a guard. Like, yeah. He, went yeah. Into, he had a long answer at one point. Guard for us. Um. Zeke. Zeke. Zeke Elliott. Yes. Do we just go Zeke now? I, I go Zeke. Okay, Zeke, who I just learned, and I probably should have tied this all together, that uh, uh, Christian Gonzalez was a big Zeke fan, had a jersey, yeah. said it's, quote, crazy that he's now sharing a roster in a locker room with Zeke. Um, I think we can all see the energy. Adrian Phillips talked about it, that Zeke introduced himself to everybody, that he's bringing energy. Hey, he's excited to be here. And there was a catch and run touchdown where he did his little um, – feed me oh, okay. thing yeah um which i liked i, I don't know i'm uh, i feel like at various points this year i've been playing the role of fitzy like the super homer you're very excited about zeke did, but did they end up with the perfect backup like energy yep. star power but doesn't want to be the starter That's, or maybe i'm reading too much i don't feel like he is threatening or trying to boot ramondre stevenson not at all who by the way the other night in the game said i'm still ramondre stevenson i only needed a couple plays to right. show you that i'm still really freaking good um I think they forget Fournette or Dalvin Cook or all of. Did they end up with the perfect guy? Yeah. So the thing with look at me just being so positive. The thing with yeah, crazy. The thing, <laughs> the thing with uh, <laughs> put in your Super Bowl futures now. At I still got like eight wins. Yeah, we'll um, get to that later. As far as Zeke goes, in the comparison between you know him versus Dalvin Cook and who you should bring in, I thought it. And now that it's here, now that he's here, it makes total sense to have brought in him over Cook. Yeah, because. And I think I wrote about this three or four times over the last week in in bits and pieces with them bringing in Zeke. Like Zeke has done the you know take a step back before with Tony right. Pollard last right. year, so he understands that. Look, I just want to win. Obviously, once he get paid, they gave him the six million bucks, what have you. But he's not in here, and he's not going to be angry when Ramondre gets you know twenty touches and Zeke gets two in a game because maybe the next game he's going to come in and you know get twenty and Ramondre. Gets. Yeah. It's like it's the perfect guy to come in backfield by committee. Just wants to play football, wants to have fun. Knows his role, yep. understands football, which O'Brien talked about how much he understands football, but just you know, understands his role and doesn't expect too much of himself, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I think it's going to work really well. Yeah. Because I also, I've heard people talking about roles, actually old friend Paul Perillo, you might know him from the uh, Bob's Discount Furniture Studios during the games, where sometimes he's caught looking off camera, but that's a different <laughs> yeah, topic for a I different day. That, yeah, that was, that was um, good. He seems to hear people that think, oh, Mondre is going to be the first down, early down back. Zeke's going to be the third down back. I don't think so. I think Ramondre is the your back. three down back. Yeah. And then when he needs a rest or the third series, you want to give Zeke some touches, whatever. I think you have a replication. Yeah. He can be the lead back, Zeke. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Phillips, Adrian Phillips was just talking about it. He can run routes like right. a receiver out wide. Like, I think you have two guys that are, you have a true backup. Right. I don't think you change much when Zeke comes in or vice versa. I don't think you say, ooh, let's add this with Zeke's there. I think you have two guys that are big backs that can catch the ball, that can do everything they need to do. Yeah, I think, again, I think Ramondre is obviously better, but I don't think the 
the drop off is that much worse. I just think that Ramondre is more equipped to do it, you know, for longer or have a more of a heavier workload. I right. guess. Um, so yeah, no, it, it makes a ton of sense. I, I like the idea of those two together, and I think Ramondre is on board with it as well. Yeah, like, I think he 100%. doesn't. He knows he's the guy here. He doesn't want to get beat up like he did last year. So he, them bringing in right. Zeke Elliott is actually good for him. And he probably thinks it. Like, think about the change. He went from he's the star, he's the starter. And his backups are like young guys that are looking at him for everything, whatever. Yeah. Now there's a veteran in the room. Now there's a star. And it's probably pretty cool for him to be like, Zeke's my backup. Yeah. Like there's <laughs> yeah, a little right. swagger to it, whatever. Um, okay. So before we go down the road of some of your uh, notes that you'll be posting sure. on WEEI.com later, uh, a couple things I want to, some early kickoff work. I noted like some onside kicks. Can't tell you more because they'll probably get mad if no. I tell you anymore. Um, beep, 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 first beep. song I heard, and I enjoyed yeah. this. Akuna Matata. Yeah, that was good. It means no worries. Now, do you think that's a subliminal message to the team that Bill thinks his team is worried and he's trying to tell them not to worry? I just wonder. Bill's taste in music is hilarious. We sure and we've learned his? about that. Are we sure it's his? That, yes, we did. He's talking about, about the Swifty yesterday on Greg Hill. Yeah. The and listen to Breaking Boston slash Six Rings post earlier today. Who Andy thinks is the most overrated entertainer of her generation. Wow. You might be able to guess based on the Ooh, lead in. Wow. Um, We're not going to get into that. I know. Okay. In the old days, like yeah. players, award winners used to be able to pick. Their day, they Didn't would have Bentley playlists. Say that? Jawan Bentley said they sort of have some input. Into yeah, it. yeah. So immediately, I hear Akuna Matata. I'm thinking, whose is this? Mm. My suggestion. Correct me if you think I'm way off base here. Maybe you have some alternate options. Sure. Lawrence guy, ah. family guy, got kids. Probably lives in that Disney world, but also is kind of quirky and unique in his own right. Probably think that's funny that they. Do started you think that he's way. still worried about his contract? Oh, took that in a negative place. Yeah. No, because he's Akuna Matata. Because be, it he's means no worries. worries. Yeah. Uh, Our problem-free uh, philosophy. Side note, Mike Reese posed him as a uh, potential surprise cut. Did he? Yeah. Ho, ho. He's the one who had the uh, the guy story originally. Huh. Put that on the radar. That's I would be really surprised. I would be too. But and that's disappointed. Why it's a surprise cut. I mean, he was a captain a year ago. You think For about, our purposes, I believe he's scheduled to be a weekly uh, interview on WEI. So yeah, it would be unfortunate is. if he weren't on the team. You think about the rest of the room, though, with Barmore, Aquali. Carl Davis, Sam Roberts, those guys on the defensive line, even, you know, they sort of move them around. Sam with Roberts, wide. we should talk about him. Well, yeah, he, penalty machine the other night. But yeah. he, he played a lot of downs, and outside of the penalties, he actually played okay. Well, but I think He's they, a good athlete, and right. I think he can play, but if you keep doing dumb stuff, right. you'll be out. I, at that point, though, if Guy is still upset about the contract, and they have these younger guys that they want to maybe rely on and get in the room, maybe they... They I think don't like the storyline. I don't either. I don't like the storyline at all. I, I like didn't even Lawrence see that Reese thing until. I think so. he's productive. So I think I. you want him in that room. I think you need him in that room. And I don't. I don't care for that whole idea. So I'm not going to buy. Lawrence it guy, family it. guy. I like that. One. Uh, yep. Absolutely. Lawrence. Lawrence, family guy. That's okay. So, um, any like other things that really stood out? To, oh, uh, a couple late attendance issues before we get into. Yeah, let's do it. Um, Jalen Mills looked mm-hmm. like he limped off literally yeah. with a right foot, maybe. Um, Took his shoe off for a little bit. That's something to monitor. Yep. And um, upper field went Keon White, number yes. 99 in your blue jersey. So something ding, tweaked. Well, it's there. funny. You make your notes throughout practice and you you start, you know, tagging stuff right away. And it's like, oh, Keon White's back. He's healthy. He's running with the, you know, whatever team. I'll not say what team. And all of a sudden you look and he's, he's headed the upper upstairs. field because yeah. we're on the lower field. So yes. now used to be the lower field was the rehab field. Now we're on the lower field. The upper field is yeah. the rehab field. Um other notes from practice, we, there were some deep balls. There were some uh, excitement in the eh, well, so excitement out there. Not quite excited. Those but. are the ones that I'm talking about where it's like, okay, yeah, 
Mac hit Juju Long for a touchdown. But yeah. I, I think a defensive back could have made a play on it if they yeah. were going throughout. The tempo was weird. Even that there was let a touchdown. Let him catch it. Yeah. Full speed to the ball, but then let him catch I don't even know what the, the coaching the point only, would be. The only one was there was a Thyric Pitts touchdown on Christian Gonzalez where he just beat him. Um, okay, let's go there. But I'm a little worried about Christian Gonzalez. Okay. I think the arrow has been pointing downward for like a week plus. But is it down or is it just not up? Is it just kind of stagnant? Like, because I don't think he's playing poorly. It's a uh, commercial I, for a men's yeah. product. I just, is it down or is it not up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no free ads. It's all about perspective. Yeah, there you go. Well, <laughs> um, I'm like a I've, little worried about it. Like, the other night, I thought he showed physicality, yeah. which was a um, something people questioned. But I thought he was chasing a little bit. I think he's been chasing a little too okay, much for yeah. my liking. And we saw it again, against Tyra Pitts today. That's true. And that's not exactly a bad matchup for him. Right. We should be winning that. Yeah. Um, I just, I was really high on like the, the off season and then the first week plus maybe. I really liked everything I saw. And I just, and maybe it's just they're throwing more at him. He's thinking a little bit more coverages, routes, different things. I just feel like you're right. They were giving the arrows down, yeah. but the arrow is no longer up. They were giving Miles Bryant a lot of opportunities on the outside today as well. And you need, we've talked about it, even with Jonathan Jones, yeah. you need Christian Gonzalez to be good. Right. You need him to be, if not the number one corner, like a regular contributor, whatever. And I just, I'm a little yeah. concerned. And I also am going to pose this question because you know I liked me some Zay hello to my little friend, Zay Flowers, yes. who's lighting it up in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, when do we start comparing... Huh, maybe they should have taken Zay Flowers mm. and solved some offensive issues. I'm just Jackson Smith and Jigba, although he's having wrist surgery, looks pretty good for Seattle. Too. I think there are going to be different than in past years where it was Nikhil Harry. Oh, you could have Debo, you could have this. I think there's going to be cross position comparisons to you could have taken a tackle, you could have taken yeah, a wide receiver, yep. and what are those guys doing? Just something that bears watching with him. Okay, so elsewhere, yeah. Um, Speaking of the cornerback room, Sean Wade getting a lot of run, um, specifically in the slot. I feel Ugh. like he's going to start to make a little push here. Ugh. See what happens. I know. But Just like the year four jump there. or whatever. Yeah, he's there. Uh, Miles Bryant there, too, who I think is a roster lock. But oh, absolutely. He got um, absolutely. extended reps today. Uh, one interesting observation hmm. offensively. And it's it's not that big of a deal, but I just, you know, I liken it to last season. And it was after one of their long... Um, methodical, if you will, drives. It wasn't two-minute drill, but it was like, you know, team. Adrian Clem takes City So to the side and is having like an in-depth conversation about you did this and you do this and you do that. I'd, obviously, we can't listen, but right. it was like, it was, a, it was a good coaching moment. And I just thought about how that wouldn't have been a thing last season at all. Like, wasn't it wasn't you couldn't have it yeah you couldn't right, have it right. even if it was like even if patricia was taking a guy over it was like what is he saying to him is it right is it wrong does it make sense <laughs> is this gonna hinder him in the future yeah and i just even though you know so has has kind of been thrown into the fire here and he hasn't been great it's like okay he at least has a guy in clem who at least we think from the outside is doing a decent job as an offensive line coach for what he has and right. the fact that he can go to him and coach him up on something i think is a huge improvement from last year agreed I don't know how good Adrian Clem is. I know he doesn't stink. I right. know he's not incapable. I know exactly. he's not above his head. Like, he might not be a great coach, but he played in the NFL. Yep. He's coached in the NFL in college. He played for Scar. Like, there's a background of knowledge there. He is a, an expert in his field. Is he the best expert? I don't know. We'll observe. We'll see right. how it goes. Um, while we're talking about those young offensive linemen, little thing that I noted on the sideline after one of the drives when the group that includes Mac Jones, but also includes Antonio Maffi, yes. um, he came over, gave a little fist bump to Maffi. I truly believe that he 
when when he says oh, the offensive line is doing a great job to us, it's like roll your eyes. Yeah. He had eight sacks in this practice. I think he's a good guy with his linemen. Like, oh, yeah. I think he sells the idea that I love you guys. I need you guys. You keep working. We'll be fine. And I thought that was like a little just visual. Like, yeah. hey, Mafi, I didn't see the play that predated. Maybe he screwed up. Maybe he got toasted. Whatever. Um, another question that I'm starting to have based on today's practice, okay. um, the kicker. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you're supposed to put it between the yellow pipes. Then they have yes. a net that's bigger than the yellow pipes. Yes. And then there's something that's way beyond to the left of the net that's called a really bad kick. Yeah. And um, Chad Ryland was doing that today. Yeah, he, uh, was that he wasn't all great. So Folk, Folk got the reps in the preseason game with uh, Barringer as the whole. As the whole and everybody's stuff. been sort of burying Folk. Like, oh, it's time to move on. Yeah. He had a nice career, but we got this young guy. Um, not so know. fast, my friend. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to cut Ryland because he was a fourth-round pick, but I'm starting to really believe they might Oh, my hamstring. Oh, we can't have two kickers on the right. I don't know, Andy. He's going to have an injury. Yeah, maybe. He's going to roll an ankle on his way off the field next Friday yeah, night right. or something. Yeah, we'll see. But, no, he he uh, he, he got a chance bad. on three straight kicks um, in that same drill that I was talking about with the whole City So yeah. uh, thing. Three kicks, three three to the left. First two just missed. Yeah, they Last were one, like wide, wide, wide left. Really? Yeah. To which like you said, he missed the net. I thought Kyle Duggar piled on like he was like gesturing yeah. like Carlton Fisk, and I'm like, Come everybody on. saw it. Yeah, it, it wasn't anywhere. We didn't need you to tell right. us. Um, but I thought that was a a funny little exchange. Probably not so funny for Ryland. No, who is, no, um, he looks he looked he looked upset. He, he was talking. He to did because it was bad. The, yeah, right. I don't is, correct me if I'm wrong. This is the first day he's, that like that's bad that he's been bad. Yeah, yeah like were, missed some had kicks, whatever. Yeah, yeah this was but bad. this was somebody over here. Some sarcastic media member said Justin Rohrwasser just oh, arrived. God. Um, and I don't think he was that bad. No. Uh, and obviously doesn't have some of the other baggage. Uh, any other notes, news, nuggets, things that we probably think, should touch on? I think we pretty much got it all. The only other one, Tyquan Thornton, not here again. But I think we kind of assumed that after his injury in Green Bay, he just he just can't stay away from the uh, the health monster. Yeah, he. Um, I had him on my thumbs down list because he was inactive, and then it was I think sort of um, made bigger by the fact that Booty has the big play yeah. touchdown. You have these young guys that are all talking points, whether it's Booty or Demario Douglas. Even Malik Cunningham yeah. gets a little love, although I think the bloom might be off him a little bit. I'm, I'm quick to move on. Like, well, he didn't I really. I just can't see him making the roster. I'm he, just going to say it. I can't. He didn't get a shot because they called the fourth quarter. Well, yes, so, like, he definitely missed out on that. Yeah. But even today, he had a terrible pass behind Raleigh Webb. I just cut him, put him on the practice squad. It's fine. I can't envision someone claiming him, putting him on their active roster. Although we did come up with a team, the Arizona Cardinals who have a crappy roster, probably don't even care if they have 53 players. And if you developed him into a quarterback, he could probably replicate Kyler Murray. You'd have two short athletic quarterbacks for the future. So there's at least one one team, but I just think in general, he needs time on the practice. I don't think he's a very good wide receiver. I'm no, not sure not, I see anything at wide receiver. It's more quarterback as an it's athlete. It's gadget and yes. special teamer and that type of um, thing. And another side note, um, it's number 17. What's his name? Scott Washington. Scotty Washington. He, he can't catch. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> he had a drop today over the uh, on the left side. It might be one of the worst drops I've ever yeah. seen. The only thing I could say, and I don't think he would do this because he's not in position to do this, Christian Fourier once told me that sometimes the veterans screw around and say who can have the ugliest drop, and they do it on purpose. Okay. Um, but I don't think Scotty Washington is having that conversation with, like, Juju. You can't afford like, to do no, that. No. Yeah. You're trying to make a team. Right. Okay, so that was a uh, that was a bad drop. Yeah. Um, now, as we wrap up, any more notes? Reminder, 
Six Rings football things here, but also Mike Cadlick, who will be blogging Hi. a lot of this on weei.com because that's what he do each and every day. So you'll have yep. that up. Check out the notebook. It'll Click be up it. there as well. Cross promotion. We appreciate you clicking. It's good yes. for business. We also would like you to rate, review, subscribe, download the Odyssey app. But Six Rings and football things is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. And tomorrow we'll be back out here for one more day of training camp practice. I think this is going to put the wraps on it. I do too. Bill Belichick said they're kind of winding down training camp, starting to transition towards preparation for the regular season. That'll all come after this week. So uh, one more six rings and football things here from Gillette Stadium. But we had another quiet practice, but it was a beautiful day to be out here. Beautiful day. Still nice. Can't complain unless you're Chad Ryland. Peace out. (laughs) Bye, guys. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.